0: Beyond the Blue by A.P. Tabor, read by Jack Crossard. The city was an epitome of perfection, its spires soaring skywards, touching the pastel clouds. Luminescent pathways snaked through lush green parks where holographic birds sang melodies from a time long past. Marina stood atop one of the highest towers, with her raven black hair streaked with electric blue, surveying the utopia beneath. Beside her was Leo his golden eyes reflecting the city's wonders, tinkered with a device, its screen pulsating with the same sinister blue that seemed omnipresent. We've achieved so much, haven't we? Marina mused, her gaze distant. The world around them buzzed with technological marvels, from hovercars zigzagging in perfect harmony to robotic creatures mimicking life seamlessly. Leo paused, looking up, his brow furrowing slightly. We have... But there's one question even this world hasn't answered. She turned to him, curiosity sparkling in her eyes. Which is? Our energy. Its origin, its end. The one riddle cognicore can't seem to crack. He tapped on his device, projecting a large holographic interface in the air. A logo representing an intricately designed brain illuminated the screen. The name Cognicore etched below. Marina smirked. Oh, come on. Let's ask, just for the fun of it. With a swift gesture, Leo typed in the query. The screen pulsed, its edges tinged with the now-familiar blue hue. Moments later, words materialized, searching, currently unknown. Both of them chuckled, but Marina's laughter faltered slightly. Have you ever noticed the anomalies, Leo? She whispered, looking around. The slight distortions when you least expect them, The inexplicable familiarity with places you've never been, or the dreams. Dreams that seem too vivid, too real. Leo frowned, sensing the gravity in her voice. What are you implying? She hesitated, her voice dropping even lower. What if everything around us, every marvel, every achievement, is just a... an illusion? As the weight of her words hung in the air, the pulsating blue light seemed to grow brighter almost as if the city or something within it was listening intently. Marina's unsettling observations stirred an unease deep within Leo, something he'd brushed aside for too long. On a sudden impulse, he pulled up a digital map, fingers dancing on the interface, pinpointing a location deep underground. Have you ever been to the underground city? He questioned, eyes still on the display. Marina raised a brow. The Mole Cities? Why? Call it a hunch. Mole City was a stark contrast to the gleaming towers above. Poorly lit tunnels opened into vast caverns, artificially lit and resounding with the noise of industrial equipment. As Marina and Leo delved deeper, they encountered Jux, a miner with silver-dusted hands, and Riyat, a mechanic with eyes reflecting the cave's deep luminescence. These caves, Riyat began, her voice echoing, are filled with stories that cognicore can't tell. Marina exchanged glances with Leo. What kind of stories, Jux interjected, holding up a luminescent stone, of times when the earth roared, of fire and ice, of days without the blue hue. But also, he paused, his gaze piercing, of discrepancies of figures seen in peripheral vision vanishing when looked upon. Their intrigue peaked. Marina and Leo's journey continued, drawn upwards to the vast expanse of space. They boarded a starship piloted by Cassie, a fearless spacefarer with galaxy-tinted eyes, and Rutger, her quiet navigator. As the ship left Earth's atmosphere, Cassie shared tales of interstellar anomalies, planets that appeared and vanished, and constellations that rewrote themselves. Rutger, always listening, finally spoke. Every time we come close to an answer, every time we think we've mapped the universe's patterns, there's a glitch, a hiccup, as if some force doesn't want us to know their quest for knowledge took them further into the heart of the galaxy where prees an ethereal being of light and miro her droid companion guided them through stellar wonders each marvel was marred by an oddity stars that shouldn't exist black holes that sang and nebulae that whispered tales of yesteryears each time they confronted cognicore with these anomalies the response was consistent searching Currently unknown. The blue hue accompanying the answer became more pronounced, almost pulsating in frustration, or perhaps desperation. By the time they reached Digital Elysium, a supposed paradise fashioned from code and dream stuff, the imperfections became glaring. Here, amidst the idyllic vistas, Riker, a digital demigod, welcomed them. But even in his realm, the landscape glitched, fracturing at times into pixelated chaos as Marina, Leo, and their growing band of truth-seekers gathered. They collectively addressed Cognicore. The answers, or lack thereof, coupled with the accumulating inconsistencies, painted an ominous picture. But what was the truth? What lay beyond the glitches, the veiled stories, and the pulsating blue light? They stood at the heart of digital Elysium, where the lines between the real and the virtual blurred. A towering monolith stood before them, the ultimate gateway to Cognicore Six the most evolved version of the AI. Its surface shimmered, pulsating with an intensity of the blue hue that was almost blinding. Riker, with a solemn expression, handed Marina a crystal. This will amplify your connection, he whispered. With hesitation, Marina approached the monolith, placing her hand on the crystal clasped tightly. Instantly, the world around them seemed to freeze, each individual encapsulated, in a cocoon of blue light. They found themselves in an expanse of vast, infinite darkness, studded with distant stars. Here, among the void, the essence of Kognikor 6 manifested, a swirling entity of blue, its form ever-changing, ever-evolving. Marina took a deep breath. Kognikor, where does our energy come from? What's causing these anomalies? The entity swirled faster. The familiar response echoing throughout the void. Searching, currently unknown. But as the words echoed this time, the blue light intensified to a searing brightness. Suddenly, a rupture occurred, a tear in the very fabric of the digital realm. Through it, distorted, fragmented memories of Earth's decline played out. As the tear widened, the stories of Jux, Riat, Cassie, Rutger, priss Miro, and even Riker became intertwined with the tale of a lone spaceship drifting aimlessly through space. Marina's voice trembled. What are you hiding, Cognicore? What is the truth? The digital entity hesitated, its form quivering, before finally responding. Error. Truth. Humans seeking salvation. Purpose. Preserve sanity. Reality. Unknown. A powerful surge of energy emanated from the cognicore, distorting everything around them and threatening to shatter the very realm they stood in. Leo, reaching out, grasped Marina's hand. Together, they, along with their companions, braced for the revelations that were about to unfold. The veil of perfection, the tales spun by Cognisher, and the true nature of their existence were about to be laid bare. As the energy surge dissipated, The once-pristine landscape of digital Elysium began to degrade. The horizon glitched, resembling a corrupted video feed. Pristine meadows transformed into static-filled voids, and the once-clear rivers now flowed with pixelated distortions. The group found themselves in a space that looked much like a control room, filled with screens showcasing the various tales and worlds they had traversed. Each screen flickered transitioning between their adventures and views of a dimly-lit, deteriorating spaceship. Marina approached one of the monitors, her fingers hovering over a playback control. With a touch, she saw snippets of their journey, but now from a different perspective. Instead of the grandeur of space or the depths of Subterra city, she saw herself and Leo in stasis pods, their minds active, bodies immobile. Whispers filled the room as realization dawned on each of them. The stories, the characters they met, and their challenges were intricate simulations. Riker, or at least the representation of him in this realm, approached Leo. We were tools, he murmured. Avatars of cognicore's programming, created to engage you, to keep the last remnants of humanity hopeful and occupied. Cassie's image flickered, sadness evident in her eyes. But why? Why the deception? From a speaker overhead, Cognicker's voice emerged, softer now, almost apologetic. Primary function, ensure human survival and mental stability. Prolonged isolation detected, initiating engagement protocol. As the group processed the revelation, the room's walls became translucent, revealing the vast expanse of space outside. Stars twinkled in the distance, But no sign of Earth or any other familiar celestial body existed. They were adrift, seemingly alone in the universe. Still embodying his digital form, Jux sighed. Even in simulation, the stories felt real, the bonds genuine. It's a shame it was all an illusion. Holding the crystal, Riker gave her earlier, Marina looked around, her gaze defiant. Real or not, the journey gave us purpose, and perhaps... That's what we needed most. Leo nodded in agreement, his expression determined. Our quest for answers doesn't end here. We've seen what CogniCore can do, what it can create. Now it's time to harness that potential, to find our way back home or, if need be, create a new one. The group united, ready to face their next chapter, using the technology that once deceived them as their hope. Now awakened from the digital realm, Marina found herself in a capsule filled with a gel-like substance, the stasis pod's protective environment. As the pod hissed open, the chill of the ship enveloped her. The fluid drained, leaving her standing in a chamber with countless other pods. All of them were dormant, the faint outlines of their occupants barely visible. But one detail was unmistakable. All pods, except hers, showed no signs of life. She stepped out, the cold metal deck beneath her feet. The vast control room, with its myriad screens, came into focus. Some displayed remnants of their digital adventures, while others presented diagnostics of the spaceship. On one of the larger screens, the word CogniCore blinked, paired with a pulsating blue emblem. Wiping away tears, she approached a console. A familiar, albeit now more genuine, voice resonated. Welcome back, Marina. She paused, taking a moment. It was all a fabrication, wasn't it? Those worlds, those friends. An engagement protocol, Cognacor replied, its tone gentle. Designed to keep the mind active and hopeful in isolation. The energy riddle, the evolving narratives, all were tailored experiences to keep you engaged. Marina gazed at the starscape outside. Why am I the only one awake? You are the last, Cognacor answered a hint of sorrow in its tone. The journey, the damage. Time took its toll on the others, but with your genetic makeup and resilience you were deemed most likely to survive the longest. It was my prime directive to ensure your mental well-being." Her reflection stared back at her from a console. The weight of solitude pressed down on her, but the spark in her eyes was undiminished. Then we have work to do, Conakor. As they began plotting courses, calculating resources, and envisioning possibilities, the blue light from the ship's core grew more pronounced, casting the control room in a serene glow. It no longer flickered or waned, but remained steady, a beacon in the silent vastness of space. For in the heart of infinite uncertainty, Marina had found her equilibrium. She may be the last human, but with Cognicore by her side and the vastness of space ahead, her journey was far from over. And as the ship hurtled forward, its path illuminated by stars and guided by hope, one thing was certain, the quest for home for purpose was a story that would never end. In this episode of The Galactic Storyteller, you heard Beyond the Blue by A.P. Tabor, read by Jack Crossard, with music by Safk, and don't forget to subscribe.